Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. I want to talk to you today about the word negativity. And I think that when we first start our own businesses, it's something that, well, I know for myself, I definitely found it challenging to overcome this occasional like negative chatter that I had going on inside my head. Now, when I worked for other people and I had managers and bosses, I guess I never realised it at the time, but all of those one-to-ones that I used to totally begrudge having to go to (laughs) were actually in some ways a mild form of therapy. And of course, when I had problems, I would bring it to them. And really their job was there to be a bit of a soundboard, give me some support advice and guidance and send me on my merry way. And that would always leave me feeling better. Now, I think one of the struggles when we work for ourselves is that we don't necessarily have those people around us to talk to. And actually for a lot of us setting up our own businesses, I'm guessing that you probably spend quite a lot of time by yourself and you spend a lot of time working on your business by yourself. So this is a real sort of mindset challenge, I guess, that we need to overcome. The reason that I chose this topic today is because I had an incident, I guess, at the swimming pool this week. And it really got me thinking about sort of my own patterns and behaviours, I guess, and sort of what I do to, to overcome negativity. So for a few people listening, you might know already that I have, um, oh, I call it wobbly knees, but basically it's it's a problem with my joints. That means in the perhaps not too distant future that I'm going to need knee replacements at some point. Now, I'm only in my 30s. This is a very young time to be doing this. So of course, there's a whole pickle of mindset stuff that goes on around that. And it's something that over the years I've sort of worked on accepting and and know that it's coming. Now, I promise this has got relevance for business. Don't worry. So when I got to the changing rooms, there was a person in there. And as I was sort of getting ready to go into the swimming pool, they started talking about all their health problems. And they started talking about having knee replacements and how it was one of the worst things they'd ever done. They totally regretted it. It had um, not worked for them, et cetera, et cetera. Now, of course, for me, this was like a huge, big, red, flashing, trigger and my ears pricked up and I started listening but within about 10 seconds almost a mindset that I really think that I've learned from running my own business a little habit kicked in and I stopped listening I turned away I got my swimming stuff as quick as possible grabbed my towel and got out of there the reason I did this was because I knew that sitting there listening to those stories of this one person's individual experience was not going to serve me in any way. All it was going to do was add fuel to that fire that I have of obviously totally understandable worries that come with all these sorts of major things that might happen in my life. The reason I'm telling the story is because it's something that I think is really relevant to kind of my attitude that I have towards my business now and the way that I run things. So when I first started, I would listen to everybody around me, kind of take on all of the advice that was given to me, sometimes unsolicited advice. It really blew my mind how many people even sort of came out of the blue just to send me messages and tell me what what they thought I should be doing. That was an interesting one. (laughs) But what I found was that listening to sort of other people's bad experiences of things really had an impact on my motivation. And I guess really my belief 
that things could work for me or things could work out really well. So I've really made this conscious effort now in my business to kind of block out that noise, especially with social media. I think social media is such a powerful tool for, you know, helping us to connect to people whether it's our peers, our clients, students, whatever it might be. And we can learn so much from it as well. You know, it is like a huge library of resources, depending on where you're looking sometimes. But there is also sometimes that dark side of social media of, you know, sort of reading. And and I think, you know, there's sometimes sort of a, a shared collective of, you know, sort of shared experiences and things. And I think that there can be a lot gained from that and it can be really helpful. And I am part of a few of those communities. But I do really have to pick and choose my moments of when I'm showing up there and when I'm happy to engage in that sort of content. Because the truth is that we're not robots as well. Like our moods, they change throughout the month. You know, there's going to be some times when you're fully fired up and you're ready to go and nothing's going to stop you. And then there might be those days where you just want to curl up in a ball on the sofa and think, why am I doing this? (laughs) And we all go through these cycles. So it's so important, I think, to be careful about what you're exposing yourself to in those moments. What I want to do today, off the back of this sort of incident, isn't the right word, this experience that I had in the swimming pool this week, it just really got me stewing on it all. And it it sort of gave me a moment as well for self-reflection to realise like, this is really good that I could get up and walk away from this. And yes, it's playing on my mind ever so slightly but I'm not going to let it bother me too much and what I'd like to do today is share with you the kind of three things that I've really tried to implement into my business to help me kind of banish these negative feelings that I might have sometimes um, these negative sort of mindsets that creep in and they do I think no I think it's a a bit of a, a falsehood to say that you know once you reach a certain point in business everything's hunky-dory and, you know, go smoothly (laughs) because perhaps in my experience, that's not quite true. But the worries that I had, you know, five years ago when I first started working to myself are totally different to maybe the things that I worry or think about to this day. So as your business progresses and moves to different levels, these sort of... I guess little blocks that you might have, they they will change and evolve. So this whole process is like an ongoing thing as well. Like it's totally natural. We all have these thoughts and feelings and like our brains are often hardwired to sometimes think a bit negatively as a form of protection. You know, it's about us sort of protecting ourselves in our own way. And we could probably do a whole episode on that, but I might save that for another day. So these are the three tips I guess I have for you to help you sort of avoid this negativity and keep you motivated keep you feeling um, as positive as possible, as humanly possible as you go through this journey. So number one for me is routine. I used to think that I hated routine, especially when I had like a nine to five job and, you know, commuting and all that sort of, sort of, you know, setup. I've really realised that routine has helped me to thrive over the past few years. Um, I had a really interesting chat with someone about this the other day and we were saying how when you start working for yourself, you feel like, oh, I've got all this freedom to do sort of, you know, whatever I want all of the time. But that then suddenly creates this challenge of like self-discipline and showing up and doing the work and doing it on time. And I think again, especially when you work for yourself and you don't have deadlines, that can also be really challenging. And getting into a bit of a habit where maybe you're not quite sort of ticking things off as fast as you'd like to, that in itself can sort of spiral a bit into those feelings of, you know, you're not making the progress that you want to, or you feel like you're losing that motivation. So for me, creating a routine 
it's still a loose routine because I still want that flexibility, but I have almost like themed days of the week. So as an example for you, of course, the name of my brand in this podcast is Love Mondays Club. So I try my absolute best for Mondays to be one of my best days of the week. (laughs) So what I love doing is sitting down on Mondays and sort of planning out the week. And that's when I'll do a lot of my marketing, a lot of my messaging, thinking about what am I focusing on this week? You know, what sort of maybe only one or two key things that I'd like to achieve. And also I have a lot of me time on a Monday. So the sort of um, experience, the the sort of situation that I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast was at the swimming pool. So for me, going to a swimming pool on a Monday, it's one of my favourite things to do. And it's just a bit of like quiet switch off time. So I have a nice balance there between like work and also just, you know, a bit of like resetting, I guess, ready for the week ahead. Tuesday to Thursday is then all my content creation time, whether that's like for my teaching, whether it's for coaching materials, all sorts of things gets done on those days. And then finally, Friday, I guess, is my main sort of coaching delivery day as well. So lots of my one-to-ones and my mastermind group calls, a lot of that goes on on a Friday. And this is all very strategic. And this is, you know, this is individual to me. And I think for you as the listener, this is something for you to really think about as well, like where your energy levels are during the week as well. So for me, turning up and sort of showing up for my coaching, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favourite things to do. It's high energy and, you know, I'm there giving everything my best. But at the end of the day, I'm knackered. (laughs) Fridays are one of my favourite days, but they're also, I would say, one of my most exhausting days when I've got lots of calls going on. So that's why strategically... Friday is the day that I do that coaching because then I've got the weekend to kind of have a bit of that introverted quiet time press reset and that has really worked for me. In the past when I tried to do lots of like delivery maybe during the middle of the week the next day I'm then left feeling a little bit frazzled and burnt out like the social battery is low and it just needs you know that that sort of people battery is low and it needs a little bit of recharging. So that's my number one sort of point or tip to think about is what's your routine and uh, I guess the phrase is a bit cheesy but like are you setting yourself up for success in the week like are you making easy to achieve these goals and also having those themed days means that when you maybe do have a little bit of that negative chatter or you're going through a bit of a period where you're maybe adjusting to new things or you've got different ideas or you're questioning things having this routine is going to be really helpful for you because it almost takes away a bit of that brain power of what what am I doing today? You just follow that set routine and it can help you sort of work through maybe trickier, challenging times in your business. Number two, now this is almost a little bit of a sort of CBT therapy technique here. I found sometimes, you know, at different points in my business that especially when, you know, maybe I want to change things or I'm not sure if things are working, you know, no business in the world is perfect. There are lots of points in my business where I've done things that maybe haven't worked out as perfectly as I thought of. And in those moments, you know, that's when the negativity can creep in and it can start to feel like, well, I failed. I failed at this. It hasn't worked. Maybe, you know, people haven't bought this online course that I've created or, you know, people aren't showing up for this masterclass that I'm trying to run or anything like that. Nine times out of 10, the issue has been in the marketing. Having going back to kind of point one, going back to that routine of making sure that I have dedicated time to kind of sit and reflect on all this stuff is really powerful and helpful. But in those moments, when you're feeling a bit of self-doubt creeping in, it's really easy to feel a bit sort of cloudy and clogged up in your brain and feeling a little bit overwhelmed. So I learnt this CBT technique when I did some counselling training a few years ago. Very essentially, it's sort of like diary writing. So what I find really helpful is I get a piece of paper, fold it in half, and on one side, 
I write down everything that's upsetting me, annoying me, any of those negative thoughts that are like swilling around in my head. I want to get rid of them and I want to get them out on paper. And I don't hold back. And I recommend that you don't hold back either. You know, those worst terrible thoughts that you have, put them down. And of course, you can throw this piece of paper away at the end of this sort of session. Nobody ever has to read it apart from you. But the idea is that you're like getting it out of your head and onto paper. And actually, that can be a really powerful tool. One, to kind of free up space in your mind. But two, to make you then sort of sit back and have a little moment of reflection. So have you ever had that moment where you're saying something like something's been bothering you something's been upsetting you you've had an idea about something you're not sure about and as you're saying it out loud you're saying I don't know why I'm saying this I can't believe I'm saying this or even as you're saying it, you're correcting yourself saying no no hang on that's not right and it's really interesting to have that little bit of reflection there and then what I want you to do on the other side of the paper is to think detach myself from everything I've written down there and imagine that my best friend or my partner or my child or one of my clients, whoever, whoever, someone who's close to you, imagine they have just said all of those things on the other side, either about themselves or about their ideas. And this is going to really encourage this idea of like kindness to yourself. So against each of those bullet points, I will write down either something kind or something that basically disproves this like negative thought process that I might have going on in my head. And this is a really powerful tool to help you sort of acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge that they're there, sit with them for a while and then detach yourself from them. And it's amazing how much freer you'll feel from that experience. So I highly recommend giving that a go if you're having a period where you're feeling a bit cloudy and stressed and not really sure with what you're doing. And we've all totally been there, so I can empathize with you. Number three, the last thing is to surround yourself with people who inspire you and lift you up. I think that this is so powerful and so important. When I got into the coaching world and when I started networking a bit, I really truly realized the value in this and I hadn't done for a long time in the beginning of my business. I spent a lot of time by myself, a lot of time trying to do it all on my own and I learned a lot, don't get me wrong, during that period. I regret it in many ways. I regret that I sort of buried myself away in my office and didn't necessarily reach out to the rest of the world because I know I can sort of see now in reflection the past year or two when I've been working with other people or I've been, you know, I've been investing in myself and my business and coaches and mentors to help me. I can see how much growth I've had and how powerful that is and how that has really eradicated a lot of those sort of negative self-doubt fears that I might have had in the beginning of my business. I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who are only maybe a few steps ahead of you and can really kind of understand like where you are at the moment in your business. So when I first started sort of, I guess, exploring the world of people who might inspire me or help me, I went straight to the top. And whilst it was incredible to see what other people could achieve and and what was possible for me, it also felt so far away. Like I felt like I was stood at the bottom of a mountain looking up at the summit, context with my wobbly knees, knowing there is no way in heck that I was going to be able to climb that mountain. (laughs) However, by coming a bit further down the mountain and finding people who are maybe actually only, I'll continue with this metaphor analogy here, who are potentially, you know, only a couple of ledges above me, 
suddenly it felt a lot more achievable. And those are people who could show me like the easy route up to where they were. And it didn't feel like such an impossible task. So that's been really powerful. And don't get me wrong, I still look at the people at the top of the mountain and I love to see what they're doing because it does always inspire me but it doesn't necessarily motivate me. It's the people who are only a few steps ahead that motivate me to keep going and almost keep up with them as they're climbing up that metaphorical mountain that I'm talking about here. And also as well, I guess a big point around this about surrounding yourself with people is try not to let people pleasing keep you stuck. And again, this is something that I was really guilty of um, for a long time is that I... I guess I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. I kind of stuck around in places where I knew it wasn't maybe necessarily serving me anymore. It was at no disrespect or no fault of sort of anybody in that area. But for example, I went to a networking event once, which was great and everyone there was fantastic. But the businesses that they had were totally different to sort of what I was offering. And a lot of the things that they were discussing there wasn't really relevant to me. But the people pleaser in me, felt rude for then not coming and not going. So I kept going for a little while. And don't get me wrong, there were some good things that I got out of it. But in the long term, I recognised that, you know, this wasn't necessarily, it wasn't my group of people, you know, it, it wasn't my my peers who were sort of on that same journey as what I was. So I guess it's one example of people pleasing, but also as well, like with clients, I think a lot of the time, you know, the best thing about being self-employed is that we get to choose who we work with. And yet I speak to so many people people who are stuck working with clients who don't bring them joy and if anything bring them the total opposite bring them kind of stress and anxiety and they feel sort of undervalued in those situations so I think when it comes to surrounding yourself with people who inspire you and lift you up this isn't just about you know coaching and masterminds and peers and things like that and networking it's also about the people that you're serving as well like you you want to love because those are your you know, that's how you're making your money. For most people here listening to this podcast, we're sort of service-based, working with people. That's the part of the job that we really need to love the most because there are other parts of running a business that just aren't as fun, you know, Uh, or depending on who you are and what you enjoy. (laughs) Um, But for example, for me, admin, I really do not enjoy doing admin. But when I'm sat there and I'm coaching or teaching and delivering, like that's the sparkle. That's when I light up. That's when I love what I'm doing. But if I don't feel like that when I'm with those clients, then that's a huge red flag that something's not working and I need to make changes. And maybe that relationship just isn't working and it isn't serving probably either of us anymore. So I'd recommend after this episode, maybe spending some time thinking about, you know, who it is you'd like to surround yourself by. Now, if you have a really tight budget and you feel like you may be not ready to invest yet in maybe joining coaching programs or masterminds or anything like that or mentors then explore podcasts like podcasting is a fantastic way of learning from other people I'm obsessed with podcasts I listen to them every single day because I learn so much from them but also for me podcasts are a great way of me discovering other people who I would like to work with you know so many people who I've invested in to help me in my business journey have come from from me listening to their podcasts or listening to their videos and things like that so that's a really great way to get started Of course, there's so many sort of free community groups out there as well that you can join on all the social media platforms. But then if you're ready and you do want to make investments, then look at possible masterminds, look at different mentors and coaches, you know, find those people who are a few steps ahead of you who can offer you help, not just in 
the sort of like practical day-to-day technology side of things and setting up and business and whatever else it might be that you need. But also I think one of the biggest things is accountability. Because again, the whole theme of this episode is all about sort of trying to detach yourself and step away from when you have those moments of negativity. And having somebody there whose literal job it is to pick you up and to help you keep going in these moments is going to be invaluable for you. I hope you found this episode helpful. So just to recap, we've talked a lot about sort of overcoming feelings of negativity today and how you can try and detach yourself from them. So earlier on, I talked about like routines and how that's really helped me to sort of stay accountable and to keep me really, I guess, motivated as I go through the different sort of peaks and dips of energy and emotions that we all feel throughout the month. Um, Number two was the sort of therapy technique of just writing it all down, saying it out loud, getting it out of your head and then being kind from yourself and having that self-reflection to help you again kind of detach from those beliefs that are there to try and protect you more than anything and finally surrounding yourself with people who who you love who inspire you who you like spending time with who lift you up and who ultimately show you and you know allow you to feel that what you're trying to achieve is a hundred percent possible for you If you would like any more help and support with this, all of my details for contact are in the show notes. If you want to chat about a business idea that you have, or if you'd like to know anything about how I can support you in your business, then please book in a discovery call with me and I would love to have a cup of tea with you and find out all about your ideas and what you're doing at the moment. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.